High FM, 101.9 megahertz of life. I'm happy to say that we have on uh, the line with us today retired Commander Dr. Eyal Pinko, Department of Political Studies and Senior Research Fellow at the Begin Begin Sadat Center for Strategic Studies. And there's, uh, besides the Hamas-Israel war, obviously a big question around Hezbollah because they are a much bigger uh, and much more potentially dangerous adversary from a military perspective. And there's a question around what their view of the ceasefire is. So uh, to help us with this question, uh, Dr. Pinko, thank you so much for joining us here on Chaivim. Thank you very much, and uh, good evening. Thank you. Now, at the beginning of the war, there was a serious concern that Hezbollah might get involved, turning this thing into multi-frontal war. Uh, they opted to uh, stick out of it. Uh, do you think that that is a, a viewpoint that they are holding to? I, you know, uh, from the beginning, uh, Hezbollah was, you know, he was in a, in a very uh, difficult uh, position because of the war. Uh, from one from one aspect, his landlord, the boss, the big boss, Iran, uh, told him to start engaging the war. You know, he wanted to, the Iran wanted to, uh, Hezbollah to act, to operate. And we see that he, um, Hezbollah was attacking with missiles and anti-tank missiles and more and more. On the other side, Hezbollah really doesn't want to engage this war because he is in a very bad political and economical situation in Lebanon. He almost uh, lost the election, the last election. You know, he he uh, he lost a lot of his of its power uh, during the election. Uh, he since the uh, the big explosion in the Beirut port in uh, September 2020, he lost. You know, people are in Lebanon saying that Hezbollah is the one that is uh, causing the problem in Lebanon. Uh, two weeks after the beginning of the war, uh, the uh, French uh, Total company, Total Energy, said there is no gas, and Hezbollah and Nasrallah during the, the last uh, months or year, almost year, saying that he is going to be the savior of Lebanon, of Lebanon, and uh, you know the economical situation with the gas. But this is also became a bubble that was just exploded. So from the inside point of view, Hezbollah really in a situation which he doesn't want to uh, to start a war, and I think that the fact uh, the fact that um, now there is a ceasefire and, and I, I I do believe that this ceasefire will uh, will last for long for him is uh, for Hezbollah it's a very good situation because now he can say to the landlord, you see I, I attacked uh, for you. And, um, you know, the Lebanese didn't suffer a lot. So, uh, for, for Nasrallah, it's a, it's a very comfortable situation. I mean, interesting you say that you think that this ceasefire is going to hold. Uh, is that because you think there's going to be more hostages coming out? Uh, or, or, or what, what's your reading on, on, on why, given that it's supposed to expire soon? Yeah, I think that in Israel uh, the situation that uh, the people, uh, the, the government do not understand, uh, the people in the government do not understand the, the real uh, cultural point of view. From the beginning, Hamas uh, said this is the Hudna. Hudna in Arabic it means uh, this is a long ceasefire. This is a, almost like a, almost like a peace uh, treaty. Almost, you know, it's a, it's not real peace, but pretty much a quiet. And they uh, they want to drag the situation more and more and more, and in order that, uh, you know to come back and to uh, gain power again and to uh, to revive from the situation. So uh, they, you see, there every day they say, okay, tomorrow two more, two more, uh, let's let's do two two days more. Uh, 
And uh, now, in, you know, in a, in a rough estimation, they have something in between 130 to 140 hostages over there. It means if you divide it into 10, what they do, so it's something like, let's say, 10, 12 days more. So I, I do believe that if the IDF will be will stay inside the Gaza Strip for 10, 12 days more, I think at the end it will go to a situation that it uh, will withdraw and, uh, you know, uh, a peace treaty will come. At, uh, if I can call it a peace, it's a it's too big word for that. Would that not uh, contradict the Prime Minister's uh, stated goal that he said that this war was about degrading Hamas? Because, I mean, clearly Hamas is still in a position to, to harm Time Israelis fire missiles, that sort of thing. Yeah, you know, even the prime minister and the minister of defense at the beginning they say we this our aim is to destroy Hamas, to eliminate Hamas, delete Hamas. Now what they say, uh, you know, even the, the the words are changing, and uh, they say now we now want to uh, uh, deter Hamas or we want to uh, shut him shut him down. Uh, the, the words uh, changed, uh, the metaphor changed, and uh, now they speak about how to finish the war and to win the war and not to destroy Hamas. Do you think so that, I do do you, that it's do, going towards that? Sorry. What, yes. no, what, what, what is your assessment about how how degraded the ability of Hamas is? Because some people have argued that uh, Hamas uh, has has taken a, a big blow here, and that's partly why they've been uh, so ready to to trade hostages uh, so quickly. According to the estimation of um, the manpower Hamas has and uh, its casualties, I do believe that Hamas uh, lost something in between 30 to 40, 45 percent of its uh, power. So at least, of, so at least that's half of his power. Uh, it's over there. We didn't speak yet about the Jihad uh, Palestine, Palestinian Jihad uh, organization over there, and some other militias. So uh, Hamas uh, still has power. It's it's concentrated in the most of it in the in the south, below and above ground. So I think uh, it has enough power to still uh, remaining in in the in the war and to fight. And, and should there be another a round of fighting? Do you think that uh, back to the Hezbollah question that at that stage Hezbollah might start up again? That that might have to show that they that they are invested in fighting. <clears throat> Uh, if if it will be a second round, I do believe that uh, Hezbollah will have to show once again to the to the Lord, to the big to the big boss that uh, he's taking part of that. He, the organization is, is part of the uh, of the war. So uh, I do believe that if Hezbollah, if there, um, there will be a second round, or it's funny to call it a second round, but if it will be a continuity of uh, of the war, I do believe he will continue and reacting. Very, very interesting. Uh, Dr. Eyal Pinko from the Department of Political Studies at the Began uh, Sadat Center for Strategic Studies. Thank you for joining us on Chai FM and giving us Thank that you so perspective. Thank, Thank you so much. There we go. Great. Sorry. <laughs> uh, they were very, very interesting. Uh, I, that uh, great perspectives there. Uh, interesting to hear. We've had two different experts give two different uh, perspectives so you can uh, get a variety of viewpoints here on 101.9. Hi FM, so yeah, very, very powerful and very, very interesting.